guys this is just a disclaimer um this episode is completely disorganized i kind of was ranting and went on a whole tangent that has nothing to do with what i originally was going to talk about um with goal related things um but you know a lot of it's kind of about like mental health related things and like lifestyle balance so um, I hope this is helpful. Um, I have some gender-related information in this episode, too. And, um, yeah, this is a rogue episode, so I hope you enjoy. Um, just as an apology, I'm I'm posting some other content <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the same time as this one, just because this is just so um, random but enjoy. All right, guys. So today we're going to talk some about goals. Um, so it's not your usual conversation about how to make goals, how to set goals. Um, just more from a mental health angle and a general angle of how to apply different types of skills, tips, things that you can do to um realize maybe what it is that is making it hard to reach the goals that's usually the first step that I think a lot of people miss um because oftentimes it's not too hard to be like okay I have this goal and that can be any kind of goal if you think about if you've ever seen like what's called like a balance wheel, like a lifestyle balance wheel. And you look at that wheel and you're like, okay, maybe I have some spiritual goals. A lot of people have holidays coming up. So that can, that can combine spiritual sometimes or social or health, uh, physical health, mental health, um, financial. I mean, that can all be lumped into even like holiday planning, right? And then in addition to that, we can look at, you know, just financial in general, just social in general, um, like different kind of areas. Um, and then each of those areas can be kind of broken down too. And those aren't the only areas, but those are some of the major areas that a lot of people want to focus on. You know, a lot of people have relationship issues and they're like, oh, I want this to be better and like if you have like a partner or multiple partners or whatever your relationship structures look like, um, or getting some clarity on some other angles with social, like that can mean family, friends, whatever. And relationships is kind of lumped into social too, but I mean, social can also mean, you know, um, just anyone you're interacting with. Uh, sometimes people have work goals, so that can mean, you know, productivity at your job or, you know, certain goals you want to reach at your job or focus and energy levels. That's definitely something I have um, with my job that I'm trying to remedy. And then in addition to that, I'd say personally for myself, um, that's combined with physical health, with mental health, with uh, finances, with, you know, living environment um, cleaning schedules, things like that, that people might, well, I'm not talking about myself right now, but like, um, cleaning schedules. Um, some people are like, I want to be neater. I want to be more organized. You know, you might have educational goals, all sorts of goals. And I'm sure I left some of them out too, but I mean, those are like some major categories and you can see some of them overlap and cross over. And then there are others of those goals that don't overlap and they're kind of uh, more uh, separated out. But you can see it can kind of depend how you're looking at something, um, what kind of overlaps with what. Like so like how I was mentioning, for example, with holidays. Um, So holidays, you know, can combine a lot of things like financial and travel and family and social and, you know, spiritual or, you know, other types of things, right? And then 
say if you're looking at financial, that can also include like mental health. It might include social as well. You know, it just depends on how your life is structured, how things kind of look, right? So you can look at those balance wheels and kind of see like, okay, I don't think I'm balancing this very well or that very well. And then this other stuff, maybe you're overcompensating and doing way more of this other stuff. Um, but when you see that there's something that's low, um, so say if you do have spiritual or religious or, um, you know, even like coping practices or whatever it is that you do, um, that's supposed to revive you, refresh you, whatever it is that you do, you just want to make for sure you're, um, looking at the details behind it because sometimes we'll have the goal we'll have the desire um to want the change but the main issue isn't so much how do I get from point a to point b a lot of times the main issue is going to be how do I get motivated how do I get motivated to go from where I am now to actually follow through to the point to get where I need to go. The structuring isn't that hard for most of us. For most things, um, you can usually look at the end result that you want and then backtrack. So say, for example, with education, for example, that's something that can be a little bit easier. Like it's not maybe easy, simple to do. But say, for example, if you're in a one-year program, two semesters no winter no summer sessions nothing like that mind you I have not been in school for a long time now so I don't even know what school's actually really like at this very point in time but you know from what I recall um say you're in school say you're taking a class that's supposed to get you a certificate with a series of classes let's say in a program of a sort that's a year long that's 12 months So, you know, by month 12, um, you should have the certificate and then maybe that's going to lead you to a better job opportunity. So maybe there are certain jobs you want to apply to that require this, this specific certificate. You can't get to the certificate until you finish the 12 month worth of coursework and say, for example, if every term, so two terms, If every term is four months, I don't know, that doesn't sound right. If every term is five months, I don't know. And then, dude, that would make it really long. But I think a semester is like 16 weeks, right? Um, But say it's broken up 16 weeks, that's four months. Um, Your program is broken up into two four-month periods right and you can basically look at each class each class usually will give you a syllabus at the very beginning right laying out what you do week two what you do week five what you do week six what you do week 11 12 13 on to 16 right and so you'll have a whole syllabus that lays out your whole class coursework what to do when yeah it's likely to change but it's probably not going to change so drastically that like every single week everything's different by the time you finish it usually an organized instructor isn't gonna do that to you um technically for a lot of things you could technically finish a lot of it if you had the energy and motivation and the books and the materials and all you needed you could probably study learn everything you needed before the class even really got rolling and then finish everything and then be done um when you're able to be done near week 16 or so and then that could be it right that could be it I'm not saying that's totally how it works because I'm just simplifying things just as an example though but the reason why I use classwork is because somebody else already said this is what you need to do to get from point A to the goal of the certificate, right? Someone already decided that this is what you have to do. And all you have to do is follow the steps that they've already laid out, do well along those steps, well enough that you'll be able to qualify for this certificate. And then you can move on from that point after 12 months, right? But a lot of times we don't 
organize things like that. We don't know how long it's going to take. We don't know when it's going to end. We don't know what's, what week one is going to look like versus week 11 versus week 15 or 16. Um, we don't know how many term periods or how many different uh, segments we're going to break things into. Is it two two semesters or two segments per year or is it you know, multiple, like maybe I need 10 giant steps in three years and portion that out. Who knows? Um, but the best way to structure things is to kind of know what it takes to get there. Um, but not only knowing what it takes, not only having the motivation, the drive, and structuring it, um, but kind of doing well at it um, as well. And then noticing if there are any kind of roadblocks or barriers or bumps along the route. Um, if you notice that there's any kind of issues coming up for you, then that's when you can tweak this, tweak that um, along the way and knowing what that looks like, right? So I'm going to break this down a little bit more specifically okay all right so talking about goal setting talking about setting your goals up um setting yourself up for success um definitely you're gonna want to know what you're ready to do what you're willing to work on or how to get to the place that you're working on what you need to work on to get from point A to point Z, right? Um, and on this podcast a lot, on Tomboy Official, we do talk often about, you know, gender, about, you know, relationships with partners and dating and things like that. And a lot of that requires um, knowledge and information about um, um like setting goals a lot of that requires information that a lot of people don't talk about like the emotional aspect of setting goals so it can be easy for a lot of us to sit and say you know I want I want to have you know a better experience, you know, accepting myself, you know, things about gender, um, um, or gender identity or gender expression. Um, and I'll share some personal information too, but I mean, it can, it can be a lot for people to want to, um, work on things, right? So, I think I'll talk about gender stuff first and I'll talk about relationships um next. So let's dive into the the <clears throat> portion about talking about gender related things. Now, you know, I'm not gonna go through in this episode and define a lot of things, um, mainly because I do that in other episodes and I wanna get more to the point because I've already spent like over 10 minutes talking about some background. Um, and I don't want to bore you. Um, but, you know, there's some other non-binary and, um, you know, um, episodes about euphoria and or dysphoria and other episodes like there's other content in those other episodes so if you are interested in that and want to know more about that go ahead and tune into those two either before or after um but right now I want to talk more about um the a combination of things I'll, I'll just put it all into one even though they are separate topics um so when people have goals around their gender that might include, but it's not limited to. So it might include things like um, your own comfort. How comfortable do you feel? How do you want to express yourself? How do you want people to see you or treat you? Um, 
you know, it might be clothing styles, it might be, you know, places you want to go, things you want to try, um, and there might be stressors involved if it's something that, you know, you want to change because of a stress-related thing, um, there might be stressors involved with this, and so you can, um, adapt to different stressors, um, it's possible to have some clarity, have some, uh, understanding about how stressors impact you, um, so let me give an example, like, I can use my household as an example for a lot of things because a lot of stressors that happen in my life tend to happen because I'm interacting with people. And for me, a lot of my stressors do come from outside social related things. Um, I mean, that affects me internally, but a lot of times, a lot of times if I haven't had negative experiences with other people usually I can be at peace within myself usually um usually when I'm not at peace with myself I find that it comes from I'm not saying other people doing it to me but it comes from just having a hard time really dealing with how another person has treated me so now I want to explain something that recently happened to me that wasn't it's not your normal kind of situation so and I'll explain and you'll hear what I have to say and you'll notice okay this isn't like the normal kind of situation right so I've explained myself for people who don't know what I look like I'm um about 5'4 I'm let me see I weighed myself pretty recently so after the Thanksgiving feasting and all the stuff that happened with overeating and and things like that um I was weighing um, fully clothed, fully hydrated, fully fed at like 181, which is a lot of weight considering that probably that means I gained like nearly 10 pounds. Um, And I was already kind of like in the overweight category before that. Um, How much of it is muscle? I don't know. Um, How much have I gained as far as like physique? um and like size I don't really know and it's hard for me to tell people always say like oh use your clothing as a as a demonstration of how much you've you've increased in weight or how like if you're getting fatter wider whatever you want to call it um you can use your clothes to kind of okay do these fit tight or are they looser um I would say some of my clothes that I usually needed belts for they still need belts if I have stuff in the pockets. They're not falling right off. Um, I know mostly, I feel like most of my weight is in my thighs and hips for the most part. That's where I gain weight. Um, kind of in the lower stomach area too, but I mean, that can really depend on a lot of things, on what I'm eating. and I mean, all of it's going to depend on what I'm eating, but I mean... um it's, you know, I can adjust it too. Um, so, I mean, I'm not like super conscious about my weight. That's not really like a major issue for me. The only thing that really comes up with weight, I know for a lot of people who were born female, a lot of times, you know, weight, once you've hit puberty, weight can lead to other curvy kind of situations that sometimes you don't really prefer for some people you know if you're on the more masculine presenting end of things you might not prefer curves you might not want cleavage you might not want boobs you might not want hips you might not want thighs you might not want any of that um and you might not care and that's fine um but I I I can go back and forth with things um, I don't really wear things that are like super tight and revealing um, or revealing. Um, it's just not my own comfort level. Um, but I do like, you know, my body mostly the way it is. Um, 
I'm not like too super concerned with it. I just know that I need to diet and exercise better. Um, and I do have motivation with snowboard season coming up. Like it needs to come faster, but I do have motivation towards that. So one thing I do want to mention, um, like, like I was mentioning kind of how I look, um, I'm kind of like, I'd say I'm kind of stemish. Like I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to really go buying a bunch of makeup and wearing it and stuff like heels and skirts and things like that's not me. Um, but I'm also <clears throat> like, I'd say personality wise, I'm, I'm quite caring for people. Um, if you get me one-on-one, I'm, I'm quite a sensitive person. Like I'm, I, you know, I, I try not to really like, like, uh, make it so it's not something that people know about me, like that I actually do care about them, that I do want to be around them, that, that I do, you know, want them to feel like the positive things that I, that I have to say about them. I I will tell people things that I like about them. And like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just like doing it just because like, I just, that's just kind of how I am. I just like people to know that I think they're great. And if I'm spending time with them, or even if I haven't been able to spend time with them, but if I'm able to spend time with them, I want them to know that I care. And, you know, I don't have time for everybody all the time. Unfortunately, I don't have money and you know energy for people all the time and that that kind of sucks you know because I wish I did because the people that I have in my life um 99.99999% of those people I really care deeply about and I want them to know that um now for the little bit of people that I might not care anything for I just don't really interact with them and that's that resolves that issue um but a situation that happened pretty recently yes third day no the day before yesterday um I've explained that I live with one of the one of the few people that I live with has some issues happening with them and so they you know I'm I'm trying to walk a line carefully here um they've got some issues where they they aren't always in our current reality with the rest of us at the same time so some of their experiences and how they're um how they experience the world and how they're interacting with their environment can become not fun um living with a person who doesn't really recognize that or they've never fully admitted it um they've actually denied it so we can't even talk to this person about their issues while they're in this kind of you know episode that they have they have episodes every so often where they're they're not really in reality so for that reason you know I do try to practice patience and compassion that they have an issue, that they have a problem. Does their problem impact me? Yes, it does. Um, am I alone with the impact it has on me? No. Do I treat it, you know, do I have my own limitations or my own ways that I want to treat it? Yes. I do want to, um, like, you know, I have goals to try my best to not cause harm to people, especially if I already know that they have problems and that I already know that they have other issues that are related to these problems. And if I already know they're struggling with it and they aren't comfortable talking openly to share that they have that issue and it's none of my business, I don't want them to share more about their issue. I hear their issue through my wall. So it's like, I don't really need them to tell me what's happening or to openly be like, oh, I need to open up with you about this thing that I have going on. Like, I know what's going on because I hear it all the time. Um, so a situation came, happened. Um, I was, I was, you know, Sunday, I was drained. I was drained, guys. I was drained from the holiday. 
from the Wednesday drive that took three hours one way from, you know, interacting with some family members, you know, sometimes holidays, it can be a little rough being around family that are just like doing or saying things that can get a little bit obnoxious. Um, yeah, I have, I had my, one of my family members who was telling me like a cultural factor where they were like, well, we need to marry you off so that we can get, you know, cattle and land and money and was talking to another family member saying, how much did, did, did their cousin get versus the other cousin? And like, they were saying like, oh, this person got 10 cattle for their marriage and this other person got five cattle or whatever. And it was based on maybe like their age and if they were able to bear children and all these kind of things where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like seriously, are we, are we really going there? Like, I thought we kind of had an understanding that you knew that I wasn't doing that. But I mean, you know, they decided that they thought it was funny that they wanted to kind of like bring it up. Um, and so I didn't entertain it. I just ignored it. And, you know, I had another family member that was in the other room, like, oh, gosh, here we go, like, overhearing it, like, wow. But, you know, and then they went and brought it up to another family member, uh, just trying to get more details about how how things work in the culture. And I was just, I was annoyed, but I was like, whatever. But stuff like that is kind of like, all right, let me, like, go to my room and chill and be alone and watch a movie and just, like, avoid get out of this you know I'm not gonna like start a whole conversation and debate over it it's just like okay I know you're trying to be funny and you want us to entertain this and you pay attention to it but I'm not in the mood so bye um no I don't blow up about things like that I don't you know get irritated to the point where I just keep mentioning things um were they trying to be hurtful no was it rude and sensitive and just really obnoxious? Yes, I left it, right? So, you know, some few things like that happened where it was just like, I don't want to like talk to this person or be around them or interact with them, but I have to. Um, and, you know, that kind of stuff can be draining on me. And then, you know, I had some friends I wanted to meet up with that I wasn't able to really meet with them. And you know, there was a friend that I wanted to see really badly and another friend that I didn't want to see. So I was a little bit stressed about that. Um, and then, you know, it, it's, it's more like cause of past stuff. I, I want to see them, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to, one of my friends kind of gossips a lot and they get really, um, <clears throat> gossipy about stuff that's really, um, like, just judgmental and stuff like that where it's like I don't want to sit and listen to this person judging other people that I care about and then um you know the other friend I really wanted to catch up with but it's just you know sometimes it can just be a little heavy to just be around certain people for me it just you know if I if I'm around people who I know are going through some things you know sometimes it doesn't really help me to hang out with them because I I might be going through some things too so I do know that about myself and that was kind of how my holiday weekend went so coming out of that I was you know interacting with this other person um I spent most of Sunday trying to relax and just chill and one thing this person you know does the one that was annoying that I that I live with was you know, they get a little suspicious about things, a little paranoid. I don't know the details, but maybe they're paranoid about that they're talking loud in their room, being noisy, and I can hear this through the wall. And so sometimes I think they don't know if I'm home or not because I'm really quiet. And I've asked them to stop knocking on my door and all these kinds of things. Um, and you know, one of the things they did was they were like, I was laying there. Um, I can't remember if I was wearing a shirt or not, but I feel like I probably wasn't because it was like late Sunday afternoon when it was the hotter part of the day. And I was laying there probably without my shirt on laying on my bed. Um, now my bed's so low to the ground, it's below the window line. 
So if I'm like sitting up in my bed, you still can't even see my head peeking out the window at all. You'd have to be like up like near my window. Um, so I hear this person come outside and um, they were like, are you there? Like, are you are you in there? Like, and I was like, what? Like, are you seriously talking to me through my outside my window through the front yard trying to see if I'm in my room now I mean I'm not trying to like give credit to to people like to me that was inappropriate to me that's an invasion of my privacy to me that's like no don't do that strike one right um amongst many strikes but for that moment that was strike one I'm like don't don't do that you know so um I I didn't see their head looking in my window or anything. Like, for them to visibly see me, they would have had to be, like, closer to the window. So I don't think they were looking. I think they were just trying to listen to see if they could hear me in my room. Um, but it's because they were already in their room being noisy and loud and yelling and screaming and doing all sorts of stuff in there that they usually do that I usually get annoyed with that if I don't say anything or do anything, it just kind of continues and continues until they've worn themselves out from it or whatever it is that they have going on where they just stop. Um, so, you know, we did have an issue like maybe a week or two ago where this person was doing these kinds of obnoxious, noisy things, playing Christmas music really loud. And I kind of just texted the, the guy who's in charge of the house. And I was like, can you please ask them to just like stop and so he was kind of like annoyed and went over and was like um irritated in an irritated manner kind of told this person stop you know like they he wasn't like okay like please be quiet he was just like stop it like not being like super kind and sweet about it and confronting her about it and then she got upset and then he was like fine like just come out and tell her what's going on and I was trying to avoid that because I'm in the middle of work while she's like blasting her Christmas music through the wall so I was like trying to just work so I'm like well let me just text him to have her tell her to be tell to to tell her to be quiet so um I ended up having to come out anyways to talk to her and I was like don't you have headphones or like but the reason why I don't want to be talking to people while I'm mad at them or upset or irritated, I'd rather just be like, okay, let's just, I already, you should know because you're not stopping and you're always doing loud, noisy, annoying things. It's not just the Christmas music. If it's not the Christmas music, it's the stomping or the yelling or the slamming of doors or all these other things that don't tend to stop. And then that other day it was, okay, now you're going to try and check if I'm home because I think they're a little worried that they're bothering me, but it's like, now you're gonna, after they were screaming and yelling in their room and stuff, they weren't sure if I was home, and so they went to try to check if I was home by seeing or listening from the outside of my window, which I was like, dude, that's not cool, um, and then, because I've asked them not to knock on my door, and I've blocked them from texting and blocked them from calls, because they call seven, eight, nine, ten times in a row, um, without really needing anything or anything. So I just block them because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is annoying. Um, and they'll do that at like two in the morning, three in the morning. They're like calling me seven, eight, nine, ten times. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, why would I not block this person? Right. And so, you know, that wasn't okay. And then another situation happened where I don't know if I was getting ready to leave or if I had just come back I think I had just come back home from going out um, and I had just come back home. So I go into the restroom and I'm using the bathroom. And, you know, the bathroom's a private place. You're not like in there with all your roommates. Like I'm in there and this person was still kind of in the middle of their episode and saw me go in there and started to proceed to try to talk to me through the bathroom door while I'm like on the toilet. And I'm like, I don't even know what they're saying because I can't hear. So I was thinking, well, maybe they need the bathroom, you know, because they're like knocking and like talking to me. But I'm like, I can't. I mean, I was just like, I'll be just like a minute. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, leave me alone, you know? So this is already strike two. And this is all in the same day. And then 
I come out of the bathroom to go to my room and, you know, I lock my door because I don't know if this person goes in my room when I'm out or what. Like, at this point, like, their paranoia is becoming, like, my paranoia almost. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this person, I don't know how much they can be trusted because when they're in their episodes, like, I'm not fearful of them. I'm just annoyed, you know? You can tell I'm annoyed. And so they come up. They um approach me while I'm in the hall trying to like unlock my door um and is said something along the lines of um I've been talking the neighbors were telling me that they don't know if you're a man or a woman but don't worry I'm not listening to any of their rumors or something like that and I was just like what the fuck <laughs> like but that's literally what she said and I'm just like whatever you know <laughs> and I just like went in my room and just like left it but I was like incredibly annoyed by that point I mean I've been dealing with this person multiple times in the day and you know that you know after having a whole weekend like I did and a whole week of just like already being kind of strained and stressed and then that just like that was Sunday night the last thing of my Sunday night of holiday weekend um I was a little kind of like just annoyed and not happy with the whole situation that had happened especially because this was like multiple times that this person had been obnoxious within the same day that I kind of wasn't really you know I was avoiding there was something else that happened too that I just kind of was like whatever like but now this person tries not to knock on my bedroom so they talk to me through the hall um but I don't want to talk to them I mean and they ask me like is everything okay? Do you need anything from me? It's always the same thing. And it's like, no, I don't need anything. Like, all I do is say, you know, yes, you need to be quiet. Like, can you just be quiet? Like, that's the only thing I request of this person is for them to stop just making so much noise all the time. Like, you guys know, when I'm recording these podcasts, I come outside to my car, because we have thin walls. And I don't want to be in there on my phone, you know, raging on my on my phone, like about all kinds of ranting topics, you know, with them having to kind of deal with me. Um, so I come out to the car and now this time of year, it's actually cooler outside so I can record a little bit easier without like melting um, in the car. Like the sun goes down before five o'clock, the sun's already set and I can just sit outside even before that because it's cool sitting in the car and it's not like too hot. Now, next Monday, not this one, but the following Monday, it's going to be 79 degrees out here. But otherwise, we're having weather in the 60s and 70s in the daytime and closer to the 50s or 60s in the evenings and nights. So uh, it's still warm compared to a lot of the country, a lot of the world, but it's it's um, it's cool enough that, you know, I can sit in the car and stuff. So. Um, yeah, out of a courtesy, I don't record in the house often. And because I'm recording things that I don't really want everybody in the house, like overhearing this. So I was pretty upset. This was like, uh, third, yeah, Sunday night. And then I was like, okay, like maybe I'll, you know, get some support for this. Um, you know, and I tried to go on, I don't know where I went. I think I was on like like, um, one of the apps where you can, like, text, like, a couple of them, where you can, like, text them, like, you meet, and they're gonna respond, um, but one person responded a little, then just, like, stopped, and then the next person just, like, didn't respond to, like, I saw that they last responded, like, I don't know, it was probably, like, four hours, like, after I had, you know, been in queue to, like, have someone, reach back out so I was like at this point I'm not gonna get any help on this matter anyways and then I finally went to sleep and in the next on the next day I just kind of like um you know I was like you know well this roommate you know when she's in that state of mind you can't really talk to her she's like not all there so there's no point in trying to even like remedy the situation while she's like in the middle of an episode and like flying all around and like you can't really, like, catch her and get her attention. She's not listening. She can't hear you. She's in her own 
state at that point and so we do have to wait for her to kind of like come down from whatever that is to be able to actually rationalize so she'll stop and um so I unblocked her and texted her saying you know there's certain things basically I I mean I wasn't being mean but basically just putting it out there that hey I need to set these boundaries with you it makes me uncomfortable I find what you were doing to be insensitive and creepy and um I can see exactly how I worded it because I I should still have the message in here um yeah I was just kind of like please don't talk to me like you were doing yesterday I don't like people talking to me through outside of my bedroom window or while I'm inside the bathroom or about my gender or the neighbors or rumors that you feel concerned about. Because I was saying you feel concerned about these because, again, this person isn't talking to the neighbors. There are no rumors from the neighbors. The neighbors don't talk to her about me. They don't talk to each other. Um, This is in her own mind that these neighbors have these issues so um but I was just basically saying that I find it to be an invasion of my privacy it makes me uncomfortable and it's creepy and it's intrusive and it's odd you know that's kind of my perspective is that it's creepy it's intrusive it's odd it's an invasion like I'd like you to just not do this anymore um and then I sent the same copy of the text to the guy who's in charge of the house and then we talked about that um me and him had had a conversation about it and he's like was she being like racist or sexist or homophobic and I'm like no like she's just in her episode and talking to me you know about some kind of delusional thing that she has going on but you know um I still don't think it's okay for her to say that like I don't care if she has delusions or if she thinks the neighbor said that I just don't want to bring it up if she thinks the neighbors have those concerns about me or if that's what's in her mind okay but I don't want her talking to me about it and um she does you know she's asked another um housemate about that before and I wasn't too sure but now I'm pretty sure that she did previously ask another housemate if if I thought I was a man or a woman um and the other person said like absolutely nothing and just, like, ignored her and left, and so that's why I'm kind of, like, okay, like, this isn't the first time, um, but I still don't want to, um, interact with somebody, um, it's still, even if I know that she has delusions, and she's kind of all in her own world, it's still, you know, I think it's still okay to try to set boundaries with people, Mind you, I'm trying to move. I'm planning to move. I'm not going to, like, stick around and, like, stay for this person to kind of get on my nerves consistently like they do. But, um, you know, she just has her episodes. And so that was one of the things that kind of came up. That as well as the conversation with this family member that I mentioned that was kind of just going all over the place about marriage kind of traditions and things where I'm just like, wow, okay, like, you can talk about marriage all you want, but, I mean, if I'm choosing who I'm marrying, um, because I think the way this person mentioned it was like, yeah, we're gonna send you to this country, you know, where your family's from, we're gonna send you there, and you're gonna marry some guy that we find for you, and it's like, no, that's not gonna happen, (laughs) um, that's not what's happening here, and it's like, that you know that's not gonna happen and so just just them saying stuff like that and it's like they kind of already know about you know my preferences my lifestyle whatever you the heck you want to call it um kind of how I do things how I date what I do and then for them to say something like that with this kind of like really like are we really going back there like you know like no you know so and then also for them to try to like involve themselves in like my dating life and all that it's like they have like no place there like it's not really something that we have open for discussion because they just don't have good boundaries and understanding they have like all this discomfort about like you know 
intimate relationships and things like they can't really like figure it out like I mean this family member was freaking out that my sister my straight sister has a straight boyfriend I mean and she's an adult and he's an adult so I mean like if they're in their 30s and they're dating I mean I mean you'd think that that the family would be happy about that but they were just concerned because they're like oh I didn't know that they were like dating and like it's kind of like okay if you if you're already having concerns with somebody having you know a straight relationship I mean gosh how's it going to be on the other end you know things like we can't even have those conversations yet so it's um yeah those are the kind of dynamics I get to deal with you know, if for people who might, that's maybe way too much oversharing, but it's a recent, it's a current thing. It's temporary. It's not going to last forever. Um, I'm hoping that with leases ending in December and January, that I'm going to be able to find a different place. If not, I'm just going to move in with somebody else, but, um, cause I'm not going to stick around this house too much longer, but I, I just don't want to move and then move again, basically. Um, so I'm trying not to just have to keep moving and moving and moving. Um, I just want to move to one solid spot that I want to actually keep that's my own, that's not involving these people I live with or, um, any other new people, um, cause they might be fine as they are, but I still, like I mentioned, like when I live with people, I don't really want to interact. So, um, and because, you know, the boundaries at this house are kind of, a little slim um now we know that there's a person who lives there that has some issues we're not we're not saying okay you can't have your delusions okay you can't ever be in there like screaming at whatever it is or, or talking to it or whatever like if you got to do it just just do it within the hours that makes sense like you can't just be like out like 2 in the morning knocking on people's doors waking people up and yelling you know, it's like, okay, if you're going to do it on a weekend in the middle of the day, like, okay, like, we'll give you 10 to 15 minutes before somebody kind of tries to knock on your door to quiet you down to tell you to stop. Um, but you know, we're, we're reasonable. It's like the walls are so thin anyways. Like you can barely have a private phone conversation. Like my friend called me today and I literally had to come outside to my car. Cause I was like, dude, like, I just want to talk and like not have everybody in my business. But, um, yeah, it's like you kind of need some privacy and this person just kind of has latched on to me in a way that I can tell they're trying to be nice and friendly, but I just don't want to interact. Um, and why would I want to interact if this is like half of how they interact is just like so obnoxious. I don't feel like I should have to really deal with them. So, um, yeah, that's just some of the stuff that comes up right so all that to say that's like a long explanation but um and I'm partly venting a lot too as you can tell but it's just like yeah um I had a good holiday it was fine things were were really actually okay it wasn't like too bad it's just like sometimes some things stick out you know when you're not a straight super you know straight and narrow person you know when you have other kind of factors in your life that are not you know gender norms are not sexuality norms you know and then you're dealing with family and roommates and housemates and all these kind of things um things come up even you know a lot of people have really supportive people and I do have a lot of supportive people that I spend time with but it can be an energy drain to have the people who just, 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 just on occasion, they just don't get it, you know? Um, and so like sometimes when we have goals, there's always something attached emotionally to it, right? Um, sometimes we're ready to work on something and we just start working on it and we thrive and we do it and we get where we're trying to go. And next we just do the next stage. Other times, it's like there's all these different intertwined kind of factors that it's like, okay, 
um, for me, for example, if I want to move, that's going to be a big financial change. I've mentioned to some people, I pay seven eighty five rent to rent a room. I have friends that pay $1,100 to rent a room. Um, so at those kind of rates where we live, it's like if you're renting 800 ish on the lower end, 1100 or so on the high end, um, studios you can maybe find them 13 1400 and you're going to be competing with everyone applying um 1600 1650 that's kind of on the higher end 15 is somewhere in the middle so that's a studio for 1500 dollars um one bedrooms or even more than than that so usually and you can sometimes find a one bedroom on the lower end for like 1500 so there's a lot of options but you know, my lifestyle, you know, I love going out. I like traveling around a little bit. I like to have the freedom to go out and do stuff. Um, and not to have to check my bank account like every five seconds and count every nickel and dime and penny along the way. Is that responsible to, to count everything? Yes, it's absolutely way more responsible. But I kind of know myself and I know sometimes I like to just kind of let loose a little bit and just it's not really the spending that makes me have the joy and stuff it's more like the experiences that that kind of bring a lot of joy to my life sometimes or a lot of uh change to my life just for a temporary bit of a change spice things up a little bit um and you know for that reason it's easier for me to pay less rent so that I can do some other stuff and not be so financially limited um, cause if I'm going to be paying $1,500 versus almost eight, um, that's a big price difference. And especially if that's not utilities included, I could be paying closer to $600 for, um, uh, which is pretty much double what I'm already paying. And if I'm going to be paying double what I'm already paying just to live alone, it's like cool, but yeah, I'm saving maybe $800 or so a month just by like living with people that, aren't daily aren't daily annoyances but it's like okay I know I do have to deal with these kinds of people um if I want my family in my life my parents in my life you know I I have to deal with kind of their attitudes and the way they think it's funny to joke about relationships and things like they're not joking about you know sexuality of mine they're not joking about my you know any gender related thing they're not joking about any of it but they're um um they they just they just they just don't get it like it's just kind of like okay I thought I thought we were on the same page I thought you kind of saw what was going on you sent me that thing with the rainbow flag remember that and then now we're like reverting back to this. We're not even reverting back to like American culture. We're going way back, taking things to like some ancient traditional things that like, I mean, I still find value in it. I want to know about it. I like to hear about it. Um, she was talking about something that's, that's called a lobola. It's like a type of like a dowry of some sort um, where you get, you know, cattle and money for... Um, you know, as a bride, you get cattle and money from the other family. They have to settle on how much, um, and, and how much they're expected to pay is worth, is based on, you know, education or, um, how old the person is or like all these kind of things. And so, um, I mean, you know, that's how it is. Holidays, you know, families are going to always be, saying stuff especially if you're a single person and you're of like a certain age range people always want to get up in your business about relationships and stuff so it's like I get it but also it's like if you really want to have a conversation let's just talk about it let's not have some weird joke about all this kind of stuff that you're trying to like tell me and I'll tell you what's up that I've been going on dates with a certain person that you probably aren't in a space to really even hear this you know it's like but I'm not trying to like throw things at people or be hurtful either, but it's also kind of like, 
okay, like, why are you, like, I feel like it's almost like the person getting defensive in a way. It's like, an, it's like defensive, but they're displaying it like outwardly. So I feel like maybe it's like, cause I'm not like openly expressing to you who I'm dating and maybe, you know, or maybe, you know, that I go out on dates or, you know, that I don't talk to you about it and you're not okay with me not talking to you about it. You're going to throw some weird scenario at me that, you know, I'm automatically going to be like not interested in and try to make things uncomfortable um, because you're uncomfortable. It's kind of like, okay, if that's really what you want to do, but I mean, that's kind of how I see it. It's kind of just like, okay, like this person clearly is just not comfortable with me dating or supposedly not dating or not telling them what I'm doing. Um, and they're not okay with that. And, um, you know, that also makes it so I don't want to be like openly sharing with people either. If they have these weird ideas, you know, that they're trying, like not saying that traditional ideas are weird, but the way this, this was presented to me was like so weird. Cause it was like, how are you going to tell somebody who's a female that dates other females that you're going to send them to another country to marry some man? just because he's gonna give you money and cattle I mean like I don't want that like that doesn't sound like a good trade-off and that's kind of that was kind of my comment I was like that doesn't sound like an ideal trade-off because it doesn't like you know to me that's not a trade-off just to go find a random person and they have to be a man and they have to be from this culture or this country it's like I'm not against men from that culture from the country nothing like that I just you know how can somebody just assume that that's what I want to do and not really have a, this isn't like a conversation anybody's having like, um, and them getting kind of pushy about like trying to have people getting married and stuff like that. It's like, I'm sorry to say, but I don't really want my family to have too much. I don't feel like they need too much involvement in my dating life. Um, especially cause they don't really get it. They're not really too savvy about things. Um, they already can't discuss, you know, straight dating relationships. So how are they going to discuss, you know, anything else, you know? So it's, it's just, you know, um, and they get embarrassed about it and then try to like make some weird jokes and so it's like all right like whatever you think you're being funny like I get it like everybody tries to tell jokes on occasion but they're not even like considering kind of who they're talking to and what they're saying and how offensive it comes across so um just stuff like that when it comes to holidays um but I mean, I wasn't really going to be talking about all that, but I mean, I guess I just did for like 45 minutes. But um, when it comes to the topic that I got so far away from with setting goals, um, you know, it can. The reason why I was mentioning that is because, you know, the holiday goals might be different than the rest of your goals. Um, So sometimes we have to adjust what we're trying to do in the holidays. And for myself, you know, a lot of what I try to do is just trying to be as close authentically to represent myself and live my life in a way that I feel like is most authentically me, right? But if I'm going forth in a house of people who have some strange delusion about my gender or a house of people who have some strange like dating and like marriage kind of ideas of what they want to joke about with me about potentially marrying some random person and all this kind of other stuff and it's like it's kind of hard to live authentically when you know holidays come around or whatever you know you know people might take time off work if you're living with with relatives or if you're living with roommates or housemates and people are home more often there's more time to interact with the people which is kind of what's happening with my household um where I rent at where it's like I mean that's not exactly why this person's home more often but they're home more often let's just say that and then um me 
being out on those days and stuff and going out and stuff was because of holidays and me interacting with family and being around them and stuff is just like because of the holiday so it's like you know like I felt like I felt like things were going relatively well um I've been enjoying someone I've been spending some time with um getting to know them um and you know getting kind of more comfortable about like not I mean I don't know if you would call it like gender related stuff but it kind of is in a way because it's like it's it's gonna come up it comes up like um I mean people have like a type right like you kind of have like a type a lot of people do and like before somebody knows you they kind of want to get to know you know like if you meet someone for example on a dating app um and you're thinking about dating, and you're talking about dating, um, and you're, you know, having an interest to date this person, likely they picked you or matched with you or liked you because of something about your profile, unless it was like a complete accident. But if you end up like actually meeting, a lot of times, you know, people are looking for something specific um like someone who's uh, have has like a mature kind of lifestyle or acts maturely or maybe is mature in their age or um looks a certain way you know like if you're looking for a stud or you're looking for a stem or you're looking for a mask presenting person or you're looking for a more effeminate or femme person or you're looking for you know um a BOI boy, you know, like, you might be looking for something specific. And that's fine. But people might also be looking for you. And so that's something to kind of take into account. Um, is that, you know, especially when it comes to dating apps, something that's interesting is that, you know, people may have picked you because they already liked something that they saw, or they thought that they would like something that they wanted to interact with, right? Like, a lot of people aren't going to go through their time and effort to, like, chat on the app and then come and see you in person. And then, you know, if they weren't already thinking, like, oh, I want to kind of meet, you know. Um, A lot of people don't feel pressured to say no uh, or to say yes. Um, A lot of people, if they don't want to say yes, they'll just ghost you. So um, there's that now, too, that people can't even, like, maturely have a conversation. But, um... I do think it's kind of worth thinking about is if you do have goals that are, you know, related to, you know, kind of what you're, what you're trying to do for yourself, if it's like gender related stuff, if it's authenticity, lifestyle, um, if it's comfort if it's um you know trying to be comfortable in your own skin a lot of this can change with holidays um a lot of this can get altered um don't let it set you back you know I feel like I had a couple days that were rough but I knew it was temporary I knew it's like not gonna affect me forever if I have to move from the house I'll move You know, if I have to, you know, deal with the family on a certain level, I'll deal. You know, it's like I'll make it work. But I mean, um, none of it that happened recently is something that's so concerning that I can't really deal with it. Um, Was it uncomfortable? Yes. Was it stressful? Yes. Did I need some support for it? Yes. Um but I've really been working on the authenticity. I've really been working on the boundaries. I've really been working on um, kind of like keeping the emotional on the more stable level. And for me, that looks like taking breaks when I need them, even if I don't want to take them. But if I'm noticing my focus is off, if I'm noticing I'm having a lot of brain fog some days, um, if I'm kind of tense, if I'm having trouble sleeping, if I'm having trouble feeling rested, if I'm a bit fatigued, um, 
you know, all of these things are signs that, you know, I need to alter something to feel a little bit better. Um, and most of our goals that we have really are going to be around what's going to make us feel a little bit better than we already do. Um, and so I do want to kind of acknowledge that and mention that. And I do want to talk about, um, it's, it's already a little late, but I do want to talk a little bit about dating. Um, I haven't really spoken too much about it yet, but, um, I just mentioned a little bit of stuff, but I do want to talk about like dating and gender and stuff like that. Um, and just kind of how it comes up. Um, some things that people might not really notice, um, or just some thoughts that have kind of crossed my mind that might not be super obvious. So I'm going to record that one next and thanks for listening.